Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. So now, Zelensky is appealing for direct talks with Putin. And now the Russians have accepted. It is amazing that all of this happened the second Joe Biden gutted our oil industry. His sanctions did not work. They didn't do anything. The Russians were not kicked out of the Society for Worldwide Interbank Finance, Financial Telecommunication, SWIFT. That's the the agreement and the organization that links world banks. Russian oil exports were not sanctioned because Biden couldn't sanction. If he had, the price of gas would have gone even higher, especially in our allied nations. They can't afford it. So they're still buying Russian oil. Thanks, guys. They're still buying Russian oil. But then again, who can blame them? When Donald Trump said it was very dangerous if Germany got into a a partnership with Russia, he was right. And this was happening long before Donald Trump. NATO allies have become increasingly dependent on energy from Russia. And instead of the United States looking inward and saying, we can use our natural resources as a strategic asset. Let me, let me say something. If you think I'm just sitting here pontificating as some mindless... I'm not in the crazy talk business. I am not going to do that. There are some people out there, I don't need to name names, that have taken on, I guess, this persona that Conservative in media means saying crazy things just to get attention. I don't do that. I will debate, I will argue with anyone who actually believes that this is not a direct result of the Biden policy on energy. If we had a second term of Donald Trump, we would have continued our energy independence and marched swiftly to being a greater next net exporter. If Putin began to threaten an ally, NATO, non-NATO doesn't really matter. He could have been threatening Finland. Finland's his neighbor too. We could have begun the process years ago of weaning the EU off of Russian oil and natural gas. Now, I've pointed this out. One of the distinguishing, one of the big differences, to be fair, between Reagan and now Biden is that Russia could not turn to China. But if you don't think gutting the Russian oil industry, even with China as a consumer, wouldn't have hurt the Russian economy, the Russian military, and Putin himself. You are out of your mind. 
when you have John Kerry running around saying, well, I hope there are no carbon emissions. Yeah, that's, that's what these people in Ukraine are worried about. When Joe Biden literally campaigned saying that the, the Department of Defense told him that climate change was our number one national security threat. I want to know who said this. I want, to, I, want to, I, I want these people to step forward. Take one step forward if you are in the Department of Defense and you think that climate change is our number one national security threat. I want to hear from you. I want this detail. I know it has something to do with migration. I think through all of this, Germany has proven that they are not really a good partner. That they are not really a good ally. They refuse to pay their fair share to NATO, which Donald Trump called them out for. And the Democrats, led by Biden, said, he's destroying international institutions. He's threatening norms. You mean by asking our NATO allies to pay their fair share? Tell me this is crazy talk. I want someone to tell me this is crazy talk. I'm 100% right this is perfectly executed political analysis. When the Democrats say things like, we spend more on defense than the 10 largest economies combined outside of the United States. We also defend more than the 10 largest economies outside the United States. Do the Germans have bases in South Korea? We do. We have bases in Germany, Italy, South Korea. We have bases all over the damn world. We're defending the whole globe. Did you ever see one of those Navy recruiting commercials? Navy, global force for good. Global force? Thought it was an American force. If you want to spend, when you hear the Democrats, when you hear Bernie, when you hear any of them, say, well, look at these other, these other advanced economies. They offer free college, single-payer health care, subsidized housing. Sure, if they don't have to spend on defense, if they're supposed to put in 2% of GDP, they're putting in half that, of course they have extra resources. And right now, Germany is taking care of, nobody's brought this up. Germany took on a million migrants that don't speak their language, that don't have any education, that are largely unemployable, and they've put them all on the dole. Germany is not fully contributing to NATO, and they're now one of the, one of the big consumers of Russian oil. So German money is going into the hands of the Russian military while Germany is demanding that the United States protect Germany while they won't even fully contribute to NATO. And anyone who pointed this out from 2017 to 2020 was considered a kook in the Washington circles full of Tony Blinkens and John Kirby's and Wendy Sherman's and Fiona Hill's and Alexander Vindman's and Jen Psaki's. The Beltway cocktail parties were grossed out by the Donald Trump, even though he was 100% right. He was 100% right. Biden's sanctions did nothing. What did he sanction? Semiconductors and technology imports. Microchips and semiconductors. Uh, Fortune magazine has a piece pointing out that Russia buys 70% of its semiconductors and microchips from China. China's not listening to the sanctions. They don't care. 
Do you know what else China just did yesterday? I'm looking right at the South China Morning Post. They lifted their tariffs on Russian wheat. So China is ever more getting into a relationship with Russia, bigger than it's ever been. Russia chairs the UN Security Council. China sits on the UN Security Council. That's two votes. The United Nations has done nothing. Biden didn't even go to the UN. The UN Security Council didn't even meet. Why would they meet? Russia chairs it. Cutting off our energy supply was the checkmate. Allowing our NATO allies to live and breathe on Russian oil. You want a little proof of this? Everyone's asking, well, why? Why can't we kick Russia out of SWIFT? Well, how are you going to do that? Headline, ready for this? Reuters, cutting Russia off of SWIFT, technically difficult. German government spokesperson says, oh, really? Suspending Russia from the SWIFT global interbank payment system would be technically difficult to arrange and would have massive impact on transactions for Germany and German businesses in Russia. So Germany is going to be the bulwark. They are going to stand between NATO and Russia, protecting Russia. Their former chancellor sits on the board of directors of Nord Stream. I know sometimes when I yell the mic clips, Mike, is it clipping? Is it clipping? A little bit, sorry. Sorry, I'll back up a little bit. I get a little heated, I'm sorry. Looking at my Heil microphone, that has... Don't start calling, hey, that sounds like a Nazi salute. It's just the name brand of, the, there's EV and Heil. <sighs> Our media has proven to be full of very dumb people. Very, very dumb people. And we have so many bureaucrats involved in foreign policy that are just overeducated and useless. This is pretty basic. This is pretty basic. Putin saw weakness. He saw failure in Afghanistan. And he saw an American economy that cannot afford a $150 barrel of oil. And he went for it. And instead of it, none of these people are taking responsibility for the garbage and rot they've dropped all over you the past year. We locked down our economy for almost two years. We did enormous damage to our economy. We drove our debt over $30 trillion. We destroyed our energy sector. You know, the, the energy independence that we enjoyed was like a sandcastle. Our economy is like a sandcastle. It takes hours to build and seconds to destroy. Seconds. You could watch these people on a beach, right? You ever seen one of these artists that do these crazy sand castles or sand sculptures? They use wet sand, dry sand. They put rocks here, seashells there. It's amazing. How long would it take for you to destroy that? You just run right out and throw your body onto it. It takes hours and hours of intense labor to make a sandcastle. I'm not talking about a little kid who takes a bucket, fills it up, and turns it upside down. I'm talking about one of these, you know, elaborate. It's like the same thing with an ice sculpture. 
Same thing with a wood sculpture. You get these people who make, you know, do chainsaw sculptures of like a bear out of a log. You know what it takes to destroy that? One more swipe of that chainsaw. And that's what Biden did to our energy sector. He weakened, weakened our economy and he gave up a major chess piece. And that would have been that we could have filled the void. We could have sanctioned Russian oil, began to replace Russian oil, increased output, brought a gallon of gas below $2, and it would have crippled the Russian economy. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to speak for anyone who does what I do. I don't want to hear what you read on Twitter or what this person said on Twitter or what this person said on Facebook. I don't care what you heard on a podcast or any other radio show. I don't care. If you're going to come at me, you're going to come at me. Nothing I've said is crazy or inaccurate. I'm 100% right. China is now buying up Russian wheat. The idea that in the short term, Russia, you know, China can, of course, back Russia, but they can't do it forever. We've already seen that Chinese warplanes have invaded Taiwan airspace. So that's the next thing. Is Biden prepared for that? Is Biden prepared for that? I don't think anybody believes Biden prepared for that. This is horrific what took place in Ukraine. It's terrible. But what has been the response? The UN has done nothing. The UN Security Council has done nothing. NATO's done nothing. You know, one of the... I incorrectly, my TV board op is Ukrainian, and uh, he said to me, he pulled me aside yesterday, he goes, uh, you're calling it the Maiden Rebel, it's Maidan. I was like, okay, sorry, 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 Maidan, Maidan, Maidan. Maidan Revolution. When you look at what is happening right now, people are saying this is like Nazi Germany. Well, there was a thing called the Budapest Memorandum. There was a security agreement between Ukraine and Russia. And two of the major points there, and anybody can... There was the Massandra Agreement and the Budapest Memorandum. This is the three parties. This was three parties. Ukraine gave up nuclear weapons that were stationed in Ukraine from the old Soviet Union. And it went even further. Ukraine agreed to have Russia come in and remove nuclear warheads. But, ready for this, pay Ukraine for the enriched uranium. They also agreed not to have foreign troops stationed in Ukraine. This is one of the... Ukraine is not part of NATO. That was part of the agreement. Now, if Putin were to amass 130,000 troops, 160,000 troops, whatever the final count is, on the border, whether through Belarus or directly with Ukraine, that ends that agreement. 
that peace and security agreement. Now, I don't want, it's too late now, to stop this. This is either going to be Putin's quagmire if he tries to occupy, or it could have been our quagmire. But if NATO had immediately, jointly, put forces in Putin's path, and said, you are now breaking this agreement with Ukraine and the United States. If there were double or triple the force, he would never have crossed that border. But we watched, watched, talked, talked. And now, Kiev could fall at any moment. Well, looks like they're going to have talks. I mean, from... The early morning reporting, it looks like they're going to have talks. It's probably not going to go that far. We'll see if Ukraine has to give land for peace. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.